podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, welcome to the AVFC Stato Preview Show with myself, Dan Bardell, and Dale, the AVFC Stato from Twitter, joining me to chat through Aston Villa v Fulham and look at all the weird and wonderful stats that we have approaching that game. Apologies, I have not changed the shirts in my background. I've just done a European football podcast. And to be honest, I couldn't be bothered to get up off the chair and change the shirt. So you stuck with Tammy Abraham, which is a little bit of a Villa feel, and then Jamie Tart from Ted Lasso. Apologies, we're late as well. Dale having some microphone issues. and microphone broke down just as we were about to start. So he's now having to come through just his normal laptop. So apologies if there is any audio issues, but we did test it and it seemed... Okay. Dale, other than the microphone, how are you? I'm fine, yeah. Yeah, all good. Good. Yeah. I, I will say in the chat, whenever we are late, people aim it at me like it's it's my fault. And I will say out of everyone, I'm the least likely person to be late out of everyone normally. So yeah, unfair to, to put my name by it. But let's start then. Let's look at the stats and start with Villa as always, as this is an Aston Villa show. And Aston Villa have won their last four Premier League home games by an aggregate score of 9-0. <clears throat> I'm going to test you. What was the last goal Villa conceded at home, Dale? No. You don't like that, do you? You don't I like, like that. I don't like it. Uh, it's got to be Arsenal, right? Yes. Best. Or Arsenal, one of them yeah. two. Own goal. Oh, no, it wasn't because they scored again. Martinelli, I think that's the last goal we considered. I actually know the answer myself. <laughs> I thought I thought I'd just throw it at you and, and see what you did. You see, what, the quiz coming your way, see how you like it, and you didn't like it, but you did good get luck. it right. Yeah, yeah. On, on a good run, and obviously, it'd be, you know, if we continue this on Tuesday to not concede, again, you'd back us to score, wouldn't you? Yeah, but we're scoring goals at fun now, right? That's a nice game. Um, uh, yeah, so 9 0 in the last four. Uh, speak with the Palace 1 0, beat Bournemouth 3 0, beat Nottingham Forest 2 0, and then uh, Newcastle 3 0 last time out. Uh, the last time Villa won five consecutive top flight games at Villa Park uh, was across seasons uh, from May to September 1998. Um, we've never done it uh, within a season. So that's. Okay. that's uh, as on the record, uh, the last time we did do it um, in the top flight was in 1983. Really, before yeah. I was born, rare, Same. rare that rare that something like something like that happens. Unfortunately, the second stat that we've got for Villa today isn't a, isn't a great omen. Could very well have ended up in in peak Villa. But following a four game, oh no, Adams put the wrong one up, hasn't he? Of course he has. Come on now, go back to his best. And again, he's put the wrong one up. I have the right one. Is that the right one? Yeah, yeah. I apologise. I was just so expecting to be to be wrong again. Saying the Fulham image confused me. So Aston Villa have lost just one of their last 18 home Premier League games against Fulham. 1-10, drawing seven. This is a good start, actually. I was getting ahead of myself. Yeah. Shows all over the place today. Can I have that up again, Adam? I've completely forgotten what it was. I just read it out and then completely forgot what, what it was. Aston Villa have lost just one of their last 18 home Premier League games against Fulham. Not just league, league, league. Not Premier League. League, oh, just league. I mean, yeah, away we're terrible at Craven Cra- Cra- Cottage. I can't remember the loss. I'm trying to think, is that was that something you were going to ask me? It was, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to remember the loss at home to Fulham. 
he might struggle here. So uh, we've got a pretty good record against Fulham at home, obviously. Uh, uh, one of the last three. Mm-hmm. Um, two in the Championship and then one two seasons ago in lockdown. Yeah, I remember that one. Um, our only loss at home to them coming 2014 in April um, with goals. Oh, I do remember it. Kieran Richardson scored, didn't I? Kieran Richardson scored. The banger. Can you guess the other Fulham goal scorer from the day? I remember Matt Lauter making an unbelievable clearance off the line. That's what I remember. James Day is asking us to turn Stato's mic up. Stato doesn't oh, have a mic, James. Absolute, absolute stinker. We've had just as we're about to come on with it, with his microphone breaking, but he's moved closer to the screen now. I've, horror, I've got a feeling it was an was it was it an own goal? It wasn't. No. Did they score an own goal for us? No. No. That's okay. Let me no. give me t- give me a couple of seconds. Give me a couple of seconds. I remember Kieran Richardson because he absolutely belted one in, and he never really did anything for us the following season when he, when he joined. Who would it have been? I'll just have a... And this isn't going to be right, but I genuinely can't remember. Is it Clint Dempster? Hugo Rodiega. Oh, I'd have never got that. But to be fair, he scored a few goals at Villa Park. scored an absolute howitzer. Yeah. Wigan on the opening day of the 2009-2010 season against us. Who scored the Villa goal? Who scored the Villa goal? Grant Holt. Boom. Bang. Yeah. Good, good header from Grant Holt at the back stick. Those were the days. Again. Yeah. Scoring every week, Grant Holt scoring in front of the whole end. That's what we that's what we want to see as Villa fans. Yeah, that was a that was I remember that game actually because we got back to one to one one. We had loads of injuries that day. Ryan Bertram played midfield, if my memory serves me correctly. Right. And then Lawson made an unbelievable clearance off the line, one of the best clearances I've ever seen. And then literally two minutes later, Kieran Richardson just absolutely smashed one in, and we, and we ended up losing two one. At that point, we we're in very real danger of, of, of going down. We were in, in in a little bit of trouble after after that defeat because Fulham were, were were near the bottom. But yeah, Grant Holt, number twenty nine. Those those were the days, weren't they? Yeah, so only Premier League lost to them. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised at that. I remember a draw as well. Kyle Walker scoring from about thirty five yards. Yeah. In front yeah. in front of the whole end of two two draw. I think that was. Interesting. Let's look then at Fulham, the visitors to Villa Park on Tuesday. And following a four-game losing run, Fulham have beaten Everton 3-1 and Leeds 2-1 in the last two Premier League games. Yeah, that Everton win, I've got to say, at Goodison, that, that took me by surprise. They, they're obviously missing Mitrovic at the moment. He's a huge, huge loss for them. But they have picked up a couple of positive results. And, and they're ahead of Brentford again now, back in around ninth, are they? At Fulham, they're starting to head in the right direction again. They went Deckard over Reed up front yeah. in the last game. You know, Mitrovic out. I feel sorry for that Carlos Vinicius because, you know, it's Harry Kane's backup for one season at Spurs and never got a game even when Harry Kane was injured. And now Mitrovic is out. He still can't get a game. So they've gone Deco Dover Reed up front, maybe a little bit more mobile and trying to go a little bit of a different route, which I think kind of suits them. Harry Wilson's come back into the team in recent weeks as well. But two positive results for Fulham against teams at the bottom. But for them, Villa away will be a very different test. Yeah, I was watching the Everton, no, uh, the Leeds game the other week and I tweeted that Fulham looked toothless up front and then Harry Wilson uh, scored a screamer straight after which is always uh, the way but yeah they're on a pretty nice run uh, Fulham um, but I guess you would expect them to beat so Everton and Leeds I guess based on the league position this year um, they've not won three in a row while scoring more than once uh, as each time since October and November 2001 in the Premier League Okay, so they're not known for going on as a massive runs. Usually they're in uh, a relegation dogfight, but they're not this season. 
must be rare as well, just going back to the, the previous stat, that you know, we're really bad at Craven Cottage. I didn't realise how bad they were at Villa Park. So it was like, really flip it on it on its head. To their, their away form against us is really poor. Our away form against them is, is, is really poor. I can't remember coming up against anyone else where where, where it's like that because I dread I love going but I dread Craven Cottage because I just know we're gonna we're gonna lose. We, we we normally do although we did win in the lockdown season when nobody nobody could go but it's maybe Newcastle is one of them. Maybe Newcastle is one of them. Like we're good at home against Newcastle but we're yeah. okay maybe there's a maybe there's a, a couple of them but yeah, this is a very different test for, for the for this Fulham yeah. side. They won't relish coming to Villa in, in current form. A little bit like us when we went there early on in the season, you could kind of predict what was going to happen. You'd predict that we'd, we'd lose that game. But a chance for us to get revenge this time round. Adam, what's next? What are you wheeling up for us next? There we go. Fulham have won six Premier League away games this season, including a 3-1 victory at Everton last time out. So six away wins. That's, that's pretty good, isn't it? I imagine that puts them relatively high in the away league table. But it's their joint highest number of away wins in a single Premier League season. Is it? Which is good. It's actually the joint highest in the top flight campaign uh, since 1962, 1963. Okay. Um, and I guess for a team that was tipped to go down in the summer, uh, they've done an amazing job this season. And Marco Silva deserves a lot of credit. He's a good manager, Marco Silva. He actually did a good job at Everton as well. And, you know, they soon fell down when he left. The Everton fans were complaining about where they were when he was in charge. But you actually, you look back at it, he was doing a decent job there. And I think he got the club. I think wherever Marco Silva's at, he kind of galvanises himself and gets himself involved in, in you know, that, that area and, and puts a lot of effort into. I think he's a good manager, Marco Silva. And they've punched above their weight, bought sensibly. Paulini has been one of the best players in the Premier League this season. Oh. Sensational signing to pick up, pick him up. And, you know, he's been... He's been really, really good and just just smart recruitment in general. Pereira as well. I'd have never had him down doing the things that he's done in the Premier League this season from watching him at a, a mishmash of a Manchester United side. But he's coming to coming to Fulham. Done well. William on a free as well. And tormented us. Yeah, tormented us at Craven Cottage. He should be no right to be doing as well as, as he's done. They seem, they seem to have signed the Chelsea's William. I don't know which William it was that Arsenal pulled in, but it certainly wasn't the one that's, that's playing for Fulham at the moment. So, you know, they've bought well. They've done well. They're having a really good season. Sat, sat in ninth and they're starting to trend again in the in the right direction ahead of the game at, at Villa Park. Let's finish with the peak Villa stat then. Aston Villa are winless in their last nine midweek Premier League fixtures at Villa Park, drawing five and losing four. That's took me by surprise. Midweek, so it must have been a long time ago since we had a midweek win. Yeah, it was. It was July 2020. It was July 2020. It was a Trezeguet yard against Arsenal. That basically kept us up. That was the last time we won a midweek game at Villa Park. Yep. So That's since, atrocious. Yeah, since then, we've drawn to Burnley, lost to West Ham, lost to Man City, drew to Everton, lost to Man City again, drew to Leeds, lost to Liverpool, and then drawn the last two to Burnley and Wolves. Oh, my days. That's a horrific stat. Yeah. That is terrible. But, I mean, bearing in mind that was lockdown as well. So when was the, la- when was the last time the fans saw a midweek win at Villa Park in the well, league? That, that's a question you're asking me now. Oh, in fact, I can tell you that. Watford. Watford. Yeah. There you go. That is. That was the last time we won a midweek league game at Villa Park. Are you sure your records are correct, Stutter? In January 2020. We have not no. in front of fans. That was the last time Villa fans saw a midweek win. Louise and Tyrone Mings, January 21, 2020. Yeah. So that is. That is big. Yeah. But, David Styles says, mind you, Emery is the man to break the spell. He's absolutely correct because, you know, we've come up with loads of stuff on this show that 
we haven't done it, and then Emery just does it. So right. he's completely right there. That is, I am. That's the most I've been blown away by something since we started doing these shows. How? Well, well here's another one for you. Go on then. As a Fulham are one of two Premier League teams this season to have won all of their midweek Premier League fixtures this season, winning four of four. That's uh, only Man City have have won more, winning five of five. That's not a good omen either. It's not a good omen. Wow. But, yeah, like I said. And the curse breaker, Emery. Yeah. I will also say, I wasn't at, I miss, I remember I missed that Watford game. So I don't know when the last time I was saw us win a weekday at Villa Park. No, to tell you. Was it the Friday against Everton? No. We beat no. Norwich. It's been Norwich 1 0 at home. Is that a boxing? That was Boxing Day. Boxing Day. Yeah, no one ever knows what day it is on, on, yeah. on, on Boxing Day. That was the last time I saw Villa win a midweek Premier League game. Wow. Yeah. That yeah. is sensational in not a good way. No. Wow. It's bad, isn't it? Have you tweeted that today? You've been saving it. I was saving it for after the show. You know, give you the exclusive and all that. Hey, it's an exclusive. I can see in the comments a lot of people are uh, genuinely shocked by that. David Styles was feeling positive until five minutes ago. Dan M. Oh, God. Richo63. Evening, guys. Everton fan. Evening, Richard. Absolutely no idea but why you've come onto our channel to, to watch this, but thank you very much for, for coming on. Uh, what else have we got? Mike Warmbold says what a match that Watford win was. Sharpie's going to be at Hales Owen, so he's missing the game. Kerpal Singh must have just logged in just as we were just as we were letting everyone know about that horrific stat. What a stat. He just logged on. He's me in. You've surpassed yourself there. That is that is the most I've had my mind blown on a stature since we started doing them. Absolutely yeah. incredible. It's bad. I look bad. forward to the reaction on Twitter when you tweet that. People say, stop being so negative, Dale. Uh, it's changed, actually. It's changed. As I normally they go, and normally they go, are oh, you so negative? That's terrible. Don't post this. Are you so positive? No, now it's like, I find Emery's in charge now. Okay. Uh, Adam Cottrell may have had your pants down a little bit here. I'm not sure. Are you are you counting Fridays? Because it's midweek. Oh, I see. Hey, midweek is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Okay, because he was saying we we beat Southampton on the Friday this season. Yeah. I knew you'd have taken that into account. Yeah, I knew you'd have taken that into account. Yeah, there you go. Unlucky though. Good, good effort. Excellent effort trying, trying, trying to catch him out, Adam Cottrell. Better luck next time. That does us for the AVFC Stato show this week. So thanks to everyone who has tuned in live, and thanks to those that will go on and watch the video and listen to it on wherever they get their podcasts as well. Thanks to Dale for joining me. He needs to get himself on Amazon now and get himself a new mic because he'll have his, his watch along tomorrow, I suspect. Yeah, apologies we were late. Apologies for me not changing the shirts in the background. Bit of, a, bit of a cobbled together show in the end. Everything seemed to go a little bit wrong, but we got there in the end. Thanks to Adam for, for producing from his car, which I, I cannot believe we've actually got on air with Adam producing from his car. Again, absolutely sensational. Richo63 likes watching other fan channels. Thank you very much, Richo, for, for choosing ours on this occasion. Be back with a post-match point at some point. I really should be doing a proper match preview as well, but I've absolutely no idea where that's going to going to fit in too tight to turn around this time round. So if I can do one, I'll do one tomorrow. Uh, yeah, post-match point though will be after the game, although it will be, have to be the next day because 
coming back from the game, and it'll be it'll be too late. And we'll have to throw in an eighteen seventy four with Greg as well. This is some real fixture congestion here, some video con- congestion. Thanks ever so much for joining. Have a good rest of the evening and up the villa. Up the villa. Podcast Network.